I know. Speaking of ignoring a lot of the bullshit. Oh, yeah. We're here to talk about a dumb movie. Hi, I'm Josh. I'm an analyst here in Nashville. And look out. That's the threat. It's there behind you. <laughs> I'm Rick Fox. I am an author here in Nashville. And I am the worst Spider-Man that has ever existed. Spider-Woman. No, no. I mean no, the bad Spider-Man. guy. Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. I'm Alana. I'm a bookkeeper here in Nashville. Sorry, keeper of books here, <laughs> She's in, a Nashville. here in Nashville. And I... I'm sad because <laughs> my parents are dead or because I watched this movie. You decide. Uh, and we're opinionated. And tonight we watched Madam Web. Madam Web came out in 2024 and has a 13 on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> it was directed by S.J. Clarkson and written by Matt Sazama, Burke Sharpless, and Claire Parker. And it stars Dakota Johnson, Sydney Sweeney, Isabella Merced, Celeste O'Connor, and many others. Cassandra Webb is a New York metropolis paramedic who begins to demonstrate signs of clairvoyance. Forced to challenge revelations about her past, she needs to safeguard three young women from a deadly adversary who wants them destroyed. At the point when your Rotten Tomato score requires a parka to be comfortably warm. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. You who can tell the 13%? it's bad. Like, who, who gave this a, a positive rating? How, how does it not have a zero? I'm sure that there are some fans of Dakota Johnson and Sydney Sweeney out there <laughs> yeah. who are just like, it's like the people who support their their favorite musician. They're like, they they can do no wrong. There is no bad Taylor Swift album. <laughs> <laughs> wrong. Which one is the bad one? Um, well, I don't like any of the country. Stuff. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. And then Speak Now is also way too poppy. Okay. okay. Uh, I mean, I'm not like an actual Taylor Swift fan. So you, you, don't <laughs> you don't say. You don't say. I really like Wait, some no. of her stuff. You are here on behalf of all women. Therefore, statistically, you have to be a Taylor a Swift fan. A large percentage of you likes. I am 70% a Taylor Swift fan. <laughs> Just not 100% like a lot of, of women. All women. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so we're, we're, we're seeing Madam Web as it comes out in theaters uh, and normally when we do that we do a first impression mm. however no one's seeing this movie nobody cares about this movie and we don't want to talk spoiler free because it's already gonna be rough okay. so we're just ignoring the whole first impressions bit and we're just <laughs> well, talking about it normally here, let's just give our go ahead and give our ratings and then okay. i have a place to i'll cut start this on in. my recommend or not recommend <laughs> uh-huh. it's bad not recommend this movie it's bad does not begin to explain it. It is atrocious on every level. It is an utter failure. Kind of recommend if you go with like shut people up, that want to make up. fun no, of you. I mean, it was like, kind of fun. The experience of sitting there with you guys. If you can bring Alana and Josh into the theater with you. And, and there's no one else in the theater. And you don't have to be polite to other viewers. That's and you right. can be as loud and obnoxious as you want. Exactly. Then it's a fun experience <laughs> seeing a very bad, not fun I'd movie. I'd rather not yes. pay $14 Correct. to see a very bad exactly. movie. Exactly. 100%. So that is a long-winded way of saying not recommend. <laughs> Whew. Yeah, this felt like someone watched a superhero movie. Not a good superhero movie. <laughs> they watched a superhero movie and then they decided to make a superhero movie, but it was just about them and their friends and by them and their friends. <laughs> and somehow the 
thousand and one people who watched this movie as they were editing and cutting and producing it mm-hmm. didn't notice how terrible it was <laughs> i really like- did have that vibe when when i was in middle school and high school uh, a good friend of mine was very into film and filmmaking and eventually went on to film school sure mm-hmm. uh, but because of that whenever there was a class project where you had a little bit of leeway in how you presented it maybe you could do like a diorama or write write a poem or whatever our group always did a little short film about you know, oh mm. this is our short film about the great depression mm. and or whatever yeah. right the spanish inquisition uh that was another one <laughs> why are you so cheery about this really dark stuff <laughs> we included because a lot of middle school dark humor about because he topics. was the inquisition not uh, the uh, <laughs> ones getting inquisited. we took turns being inquisited and being inquisitors <laughs> yeah just um, imagining you being like ah no don't torture me more please i am a witch <laughs> we brought out the thumb screws at one point um anyway it definitely has that vibe where everyone feels awkward in front of the camera and mm-hmm. delivers their lines very awkward in yes. front of the camera yes and it's- that's so there's a number of popular actresses in this that i know their names but i can't put them in anything else sure um uh, who was emma Aquamarine? roberts from aquamarine okay all right which okay. one was she she was the sister Okay. I'm pretty gotcha. sure. Okay. It's been a long time. And then Sydney Sweeney's from the Ecstasy. No, Ecstasy? it was different. Euphoria. 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 Yes. Thank you. And then Dakota Johnson is from Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> she is. Yes. I haven't seen she that. Is. I feel either. like I've seen her in something else, but I don't know what it was. I'm sure she has been in at least I one other thing. Seen her but should we watch Fifty Shades of Grey? No. no. <laughs> if we do the twi- it's my sequel to Saltburn. <laughs> well, no, we need to do we need to do Twilight Month <laughs> when the next Batman movie comes yes. out. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. But we're gonna know. Well, that doesn't mean that we need to do Fifty Shades of Grey. All that to say, maybe it's a Patreon exclusive. None of us recommend, and we can play the fancy outro music now. Yeah. Right. <laughs> All right. That oh. that happening. Do the do the like follow us or tell them Discord. to get this money. episode's a mess. This episode's a mess. The only reason we went and saw this movie is because Brian's sick and someone on our Discord, which you should go join by the way, the link is in the description and on our Twitter. Someone in our Discord said, "Hey, I'm going to see Madam Web," and then about 15 minutes later said, "Hey, I'm walking out of Madam Web because this thing's shit." Yeah. And I'm- so with Brian being sick, we're like, "Ah, I guess we'll go see Madam Web." They're requesting it. <laughs> That's true. So if you want to go make us miserable and have us watch shitty movies, go join our Discord. Yeah, because we're gonna have a poll soon about what our next month is gonna be. Yeah. You can make you Rick can pick- Please to vote horse movie. Uh-huh. <laughs> it would make Brian so happy, and we know you love Brian. You can't speak for Brian. He's not. Here, he secretly I feel like told I can me he speak hates for movies. Brian on do, horse movies. Do foreign <laughs> movies, please, because I am desperate to make these people watch the Korean version of Taken, and it's I've been wanting to do that since I started oh. the podcast. <laughs> it's a really fun movie to me. Just Very violent. Uh, no, no, uh, <laughs> if that's if you get serial killers, right? Ah. <laughs> uh. Something, yeah. something. We have a Patreon too. It's yeah. patreon.com slash opinionated. Give us money, please. Mm-hmm. Give us money, please, so that we can continue to buy new cables when our old ones break, mm-hmm. which is about what our Patreon can help us afford right now. <laughs> That's right, yes. We'd love to grow bigger, but right now we appreciate you help us buying more XLR cables. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, we'll be back in just a minute to talk about this shitty movie. Hey, come on. Get your stuff. Let's go. We're back to talk about this shitty movie. 
That's enough of a cut. Sure. You're the one editing. Yeah. It's up to you. I'll oh just extend gosh. the silence in, in the in the cut so I just can just don't it put the music in this time. <laughs> No, I'm gonna play like, like five seconds of it, and then right. it just hard cuts to us talking again. Yeah, that's gonna be it. Uh, everyone in this movie delivers their lines so deadpan. It's yes, not. I I, have I been, like what's his face? The Ben Ben Z. from Parks and Rec. I always forget his name. Okay, yeah, the Parks and Rec guy though. Yeah, Ben okay. from Parks and Rec. I thought you were gonna say is Adam Scott. The Adam Scott. I like him, and okay. he did okay. Yes. Everyone else awful i don't know if it was the lines they were given if their love of the film industry in general was crushed <laughs> as they were in the middle of creating this movie i feel like my love of the film industry was crushed watching this movie see, i can see it yeah i've already been crushed and rebuilt by watching <laughs> marvel and then godzilla minus one yeah so okay, this okay. I did not allow to crush me. Good. Mm, yeah. It's probably because of all the empowerment, Alana. <laughs> I'm just you were so empowered. For the next really good movie to come out and remind me. <clears throat> mm, okay. I I have been a part of a variety of films and plays at a variety of levels of of professionalism. Sure. I've been a part of very very amateur films. I've been a part of less amateur films. And I have been a part of actual plays that were pretty good, at least in my opinion and in the opinion were of you the people in that saw some it. like vampire play. I was in. A, I feel a, like I saw you in some vampire. Play. I was in a vampire play. I was also in a werewolf play that was a sequel to the yeah. vampire play, Where are you and I was all these also in werewolf plays. I was mm-hmm. only in like ancient plays from the thirties. You, you no were. He was in Twilight, the stage production. <laughs> no, it was more like like victorian x files mm-hmm. oh, um but i and i was also in a play about robin hood so yeah yeah wow. and they I, saw, were I think good. i saw your vampire and your werewolf one i say that to say i've been on those and this is the level of acting that is in like the lowest of those tiers it is it's literally like they saw the words that they were going to say five minutes before they were shooting the scene that they were in it is absolutely incredible how bad every single person in this movie is i will say except for parks and rec guy he is at least tolerable like in a in a normal movie he would be the worst part of it but in this movie he is the best part of it there are some extras as well which are like mm-hmm. probably unnamed scene unnamed sure. i saw a name film. in the credits right. that i had never heard in the movie i think they named some of the extras who yeah just a random name. I don't remember what it was. Sure. But it was like Jennifer. And I was like, who the hell was Jennifer? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But like there's a nurse that does fine. And there's mm-hmm. some people at a party that do fine. Because yeah. yeah. they're bit roles where they don't have to do much acting. Yeah, those boys at the happy. booth in the diner did so well. Yeah. yeah. Your job is to sit here and look like interested teens. Exactly. Right? We we should probably start at the beginning of the movie and work uh, our way through because no one's seen Or should we movie. go to the beginning then the end then back to the beginning and then the end then explain what we saw how it's going to happen and then replay it all over again. Talk about some stuff that doesn't actually happen. <laughs> so at the beginning of the movie we we saw a pregnant lady in the Amazon like hunting down Madam spiders. Webb's mom. Yeah. And we all made the joke of like why would a clearly eight month pregnant lady be in the jungle and to be fair to the movie it did come up with a movie a like a explanation that mm-hmm. i was satisfied with yeah. we I find would've... out later we find out later that she has gone to the doctor and the doctor says hey we've tested you pregnant woman and your baby and your baby 
is eventually in the future going to get muscular dystrophy, and there's nothing well, we can do about it. It's like extra muscular dystrophy. Like it's, it's real bad. Super muscular yeah, dystrophy. Exactly. And there's nothing that we can do about it. We're so sorry. Mm-hmm. And she says, "Well, you're doctors. You should do something about it." And they say, "Well, we can't." And she said, "Fine. Then I'm hunting spiders <laughs> in the Amazon." In the Amazon. Her, her father was a hunter of spiders. Apparently, in yes. The Amazon. Yeah. Apparently. And he never got advanced muscular dystrophy. <laughs> so clearly, <Damn> it. <laughs> so she is in the in. in in the, she's in the fucking she's in Amazon. Peru. Yeah. She's in Peru and, and, hunting for spiders and being a dick about it. And, and I can understand where Madam Webb gets her kind of obnoxious, doesn't want, doesn't act like she want, really wants to be friends with anybody <laughs> except for Ben Parker. This movie would have been so much Attitude. better if she went back in time and saw this and then saw, oh, my mom was a dick too. I, I feel so connected to her now. I would be an asshole to that guy as well. We're the same person. Now. She's not. She's not really that bad. She's, she's just. A dick. Not. She's just emotionally stunted. Rich. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> same thing. <laughs> anyway. She, She's taking pictures of spiders, and she's mm-hmm. hunting a specific rare spider, mm-hmm. which I don't remember if it ever gets named, but it's a big candy cane it's stripe a big, looking scary spider. scary rare spider. Yeah. And and the obviously bad, bad guy shows up behind her and is like, did you find that spider yet? Because I really need you to find that spider. <laughs> did you find that spider? No, you're not saying it right. <laughs> It's, oh, did you find that spider? I really <laughs> yes. need you to find that and spider. We're not making fun. Of, well, we are a little bit making fun. Of I his am accent. making fun of it as accent because it sounds like he just got out of dental surgery. The whole film. <laughs> yes. It sounds like he's got those cotton buds stuffed it's in not his that bottom. Accent lip. that's bad. It's the way he says things. Yes, it is the way he says things and his voice. Like his voice is actually bad. I will say we it's didn't like Tommy even Wiseau, need. <laughs> right? Yeah, where, where Tommy Wiseau's out here like. No, I did not hit him. I did not. Mm-hmm, exactly. And it's not it's not that exaggerated or funny. It's not but it good. is like, man, you sound like someone who learned to talk secondhand. <laughs> also, we didn't need extensive foreshadowing to know in the first scene. I'm pretty sure we're all sitting there. We see the girl, we're like, she's gonna die. Uh-huh, we yes. see the guy, and we're like, we don't trust him. Uh-huh, exactly. Yes. This movie is trying to give us premonitions because we can see the future of the movie. This Anyway, five seconds later, she ru- like runs into camp. I found it! I found it! Well, she's carrying the spider. Rare now, spider. this spider is apparently stupid, crazy rare. And she is just like, yeah, no one's no ever problem. caught one alive. Uh huh. Yeah. It it would be like you know if you've if you've like heard of some legendary animal in in the Amazon or in in anywhere like hard to get to, and you just strolled into the forest and was like, oh hey, there it is. Right there. I like, by the, I like how your example of the thing that it's like is just the thing that it is. Well, I was going to say Bigfoot. <laughs> You're like, this, the, in this movie, this spider that's hard to find and live in the Amazon, it's almost like a bug in the Amazon that's hard to find. When, when that's I, a good analogy, Rick. When I started this. You can't defend yourself. I'm not defending myself. I'm just explaining. When I started that analogy, I was thinking of Bigfoot. But it's like a podcast host who has bad analogies. <laughs> but then my brain said, wait, some people don't think that Bigfoot is real, so it wouldn't work for them. Yeah. <laughs> amount of ease. I like how you say some people don't think Bigfoot is real. Yeah. As if we're the crazy ones. You, you know, are. Some of you weirdos some. don't believe in Bigfoot. Yeah, right. I told Rick that Bigfoot doesn't live in the Rocky Mountains and he was like, what do you mean? He's real! And I was like, of course. He lives in the northern boreal forest. <laughs> he lives in our hearts. <laughs> There's been a lot of sightings of Bigfoot but in the, the Rocky Ama- Mountains. The, the ease with which these people just enter and exit the Amazon rainforest yes. is astounding. It is incredible. Dakota Johnson will later just fly to the Amazon in like 
three days and be back in New York after like 15 minutes having her entire spirit journey done in 20 minutes. Literally. It's, it's like she went to a spa in the airport, but it just happened to be that the like out just outside the airport is the jungle. She stepped off the plane into jungle. Bam. There is no journey. there is no proper sense of time or distance no, in this entire not. movie. No, time, distance, speed. I mean, it's script. all relative. I watched a video on uh, the relativity of Oh. time and mm -hmm. distance and uh, how our, our own consciousnesses mm. could perhaps point oh. us to what is true of physics. Okay. But oh. we can get into that on another better podcast. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so Madam she Webb's is... mother runs back into camp. She has found this spider that's like a hard to find she, spider. She is a good actress. She does fine. She does her best. She does okay. okay. I'll give you does her best. And clearly villain coded villain <laughs> literally sees it and is like, that's cool. Pow, pow, pow. And <laughs> yeah. <starts> shooting. <laughs> she, he is literally in her, in her tent rifling through her things as she runs back into the scene like, hey, I found the spider. Which and, and I don't understand it because he says, you don't understand. I had to do this because I've been wanting this for so long. And mm -hmm. he shoots her later. But they're supposedly on the same team. Yes. Why doesn't he wait for her to just come back and be like, here's this cool spider. And he's like, that's awesome. Can I see it for a second? And then he just takes it and runs off into right. the woods. All she has to do yeah. is just immediately start murder. Because he doesn't want anyone else to have the powers, Josh. He's got to kill everyone. Because so that's they the real reason this super rare candy cane spider is a big deal is yeah. because... It turns you into a naranja. Which it does. It's aranya. <laughs> I thought that was orange. No, naranja is orange. <laughs> it turns you into an orange. Yeah. <laughs> Your word is actually closer to orange <laughs> than the actual word. I failed out of Spanish one three times. <laughs> That's a true story. Uh, it Ooh, turns anyway. you into a jungle Spider-Man. You it, can just Spider-Man. It's just the or Spider-Man no, didn't have no any web. radiation there's shit. Spider-Man doesn't. Spider-Man. Spider-Man doesn't usually have organic web shooters. So it just turns you into Spider-Man. He classic. does, but they come out of unconventional places, depending <laughs> on what you're reading. Just he grows out of your spinnerets. ass. <laughs> In his ass, yes. yes. Anyway, so he shoots these these people, and then immediately afterwards, like he grabs the, the spider, shoots pregnant lady, runs off. Three seconds later, Spider-Man are like not Damn. just one, like the several of them dropping down from just the trees. Land next to her, like, oh, we have to save this woman and her baby. What about stopping the guy that murdered her? Yeah. <laughs> just busy. I want. I want to see. Yeah. A, I want to see if we can keep this baby alive <laughs> with our weird spiders. <laughs> to be fair, they do. They do. They, they yeah. grab pregnant, bullet wounded lady, mm -hmm. Madam Webb's mother. Leap, Mama Web leap through the trees, which I'm sure didn't like exacerbate any of her wounds. She was. Dying it is anyway. the goofiest scene. We were all laughing out loud as they, they just bounce this pregnant lady through the trees. They and look it does ridiculous. Kind of, and to make the, it look less ridiculous, they turn the camera at a 90 yeah. degree angle. It does the kind of camera spins. It, it reminds me of uh, directors we've seen in the past in a lot of action movies where they're like. These are really dynamic shots that are cool, and I've seen them in other action movies, and that means Again, that I'm going to put them I all in my movie. action movie. I watched a movie. I wanted to make a movie. Mm -hmm. Right. Exactly. Because it reminds me of, like, Fast 4, yeah. when you're, they're doing the CG dive through as you see the NOS get injected into the engine, and mm -hmm. it's just like, not only are we going to do this in CG, but it's going to be like you're on a roller coaster the whole time. Mm -hmm. I hate the scene when she's first having the argument with the guy after he shoots everyone yeah because literally just cutting back and forth 
between their faces, but every time it zooms in mm-hmm. and like yeah, starts like wide closer. and zooms in. <laughs> and it's so <laughs> dumb. I, it's also weird to me that he was so casual about murdering the other two. But this lady, he's like, no, I don't, I don't want to shoot you, I guess. She's preggers. I, well, why she's does told, that matter? It's you, he's already, she's he's already killed two people. Just kill two more with one bullet. You're just saving ammo at that point. Wow. That's dark, Rick. Yeah. Really so dark. is killing a pregnant lady, which he does. He's trying not to. Yeah, but he doesn't kill a baby. Which is dumb. Like, clearly he has a good reason to kill everyone at this camp because it, they know who he is. Yeah, the baby doesn't. It hasn't seen him yet. It's been inside not, the whole time. He's not going to shoot her and then go. That would be a better movie if he, like, took the baby. That would be a better Madam Web if she was finding I out that her like her evil dad was evil Spider-Man. It's like a, I feel like I've seen that movie American a bunch Dragon of times already. Situation. Mm-hmm. Was this movie better for not having seen it before, Josh? In some aspects. (laughs) Anyway, so the (laughs) Spider-Men take her to a pool in a cave and are like, okay. It's not even like a big ritual, this is where they live cave. It's just like, this is a, like we see it later on in the movie and it's just, this is a cave. Yeah, exactly. So, and they have a spider bite her, which I guess lets her baby live, question mark. But not her. Right. Yeah. No, because duh. She does not turn into an Aranha, but her baby does. It's Aranha. (laughs) Just, they pull out an orange and she's like, how did this get up there? (laughs) amazing orange face I guess they are in Peru (laughs) the baby should have been more orange than it was the baby should have been purple the baby was a perfect pink of like the baby was a three month year old (laughs) that's right yes it was it was not a newborn child anyway we cut forward the baby has been born and now the baby is a US citizen I want okay I want the backstory of how the spider bros got her citizenship and like a social security number put a stamp on her forehead and mailed her to the US foster system I'm seeing these guys like in the social security office there's Mm -hmm. like six of them and they're tribal (laughs) spider gear with this baby we should describe them because they don't the audience doesn't know what they look like these guys are just dudes that are painted red because spider-man is red and blue so they painted these dudes red spider-man outfit but made out of body paint and vines and it's not i don't even are they vines or they just look like bits of tar that is shaped like webs have you ever seen those like it, it essentially boils down to like a children's cartoon infomercial, mm-hmm. but it's one of those pens that like can draw the 3D yeah. stuff. Yeah, yes, that's exactly what it looks like. It looks like, like that, mm-hmm. but in a spider suit pattern mm-hmm. on top of red body paint. Like a shitty version of the spider yeah. suit pattern, though. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's it's like, oh, you were trying to do a web and you did it bad. It's okay. interesting. Yeah, that's, that's the these guys. So just imagine six of them in a U.S. <laughs> Social Security office like, yes. This, this is, is headcanon, by the way. This <laughs> is not happening in the movie. This is a child that we found in the Amazon, and we would like you to give it citizenship. Uh, <laughs> Our it mother is dead. Definitely born of an American citizen. <laughs> I don't know why this hangs you up so much. There are other people in the camp that bad Spider-Man did not shoot. Sure because obviously he all. must have killed them, or everyone would have gotten him like some sort of What's legal the point? thing. Yeah, he, he killed kill them all. Them. If he didn't kill them all, then they would have gotten him arrested at some point when he became a billionaire. Powerful people be powerful. Yeah, man. But he wasn't powerful back then. He's powerful because he, he got the spider from bite. came from nothing. He came from less than nothing. <laughs> exactly. Right. They're not like saying like, uh, he's the one that financed this whole shit. He just has spider powers now. That doesn't mean that he's got a high-powered lawyer that can say that, oh yeah, we have evidence that this guy murdered everyone yeah. in the camp because he was the only one there with a gun. I agree with you. Everyone should have died. 
<laughs> if they did. I mean, everywhere he goes, the movie <laughs> like vaguely movie. implies that he should have ki- like he killed everyone there, but doesn't ever actually show you and doesn't like make sense of the fact that he would what would have happened Nothing if he did. Really makes sense. We gotta get past it. the first. Okay, okay. So <laughs> we flash forward, driving through New York City as this confident, powerful paramedic. That's right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the driver's seat of an ambulance. Bored, bored paramedic. Bored. <laughs> Incredibly bored. <laughs> Uh, and she's kind of giving shit to her partner because he's trying to save someone in the back while she's like whipping around wildly and some kid jumps in front of her uh, and flips her off and then this, walks away you know what and then she made, keeps driving. You know what would have made that scene a lot stronger if like the par- if the person like they were like working on was in on the joke. Like you don't see them at all, mm-hmm. but if they had been like, are you guys normally like this? Like you could have added right. some some actually good comedy with that person in there. Right. But instead, it's just two yeah. paramedics that are giving each other shit it's and being incredibly unprofessional. Oh yeah. Like while trying to save a person's life. And Adam, then, Adam Scott is in the back performing CPR throughout this. However, yes. The and, amount of times, like, I am no medical professional. <laughs> Let me make that clear. But can someone who is tell me if CPR? is as universally applicable as it is in this movie. Yes. <laughs> you mean yes, like to is. different Literally wounds, right? Literally <laughs> every single scene where someone is injured, they mm-hmm. end up on the ground receiving yes. CPR. Yes, That's if right. you're having a heart attack, CPR. If you get shot by a bullet, CPR. CPR. <laughs> if you get stung by a jellyfish on the leg, CPR. CPR. Yeah. You'll be fine yeah. every time. CPR, it's the cure-all. Mm-hmm. It's the... Broken ribs. Extra CPR. CPR. <laughs> <laughs> Extra hard. Yeah, exactly. You really got to press them back those, into place. Press those ribs back into their, their configuration. Sounds like squeezing uh, a bag of chips. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, then there's some yada yada about how she's kind of hardened and <laughs> you got emotionally me, closed off and yes you know she grew no, up in the foster she's system. just super fucking awkward when a so she comes back to the uh, to the hospital they have officially how about now okay it's looking better now okay. i don't know what it's fine huh. just leave let it go and we'll i'll cut so this bit back out. to the hospital She's just super fucking awkward when, so she gets back to the hospital and the person they've just saved the life of, their family comes up to them and the little boy has drawn her a picture to say like, hey, thank you for saving my parent. I really appreciate it. And Dakota Johnson is looking at this child like he's handing her a giant ball of poop. And she's just like, oh, thank you for this It's not hard to just say thanks yeah it's not hard to like and then be done you don't have to be so freaking weird just be like oh that's very Mm. sweet of you thank you kid i'm 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 glad that i was able to to help your family but no she's like people uncle ben you take it and then uncle ben even though he's very much a normal person is like "Ah, oh yeah you take it also scene is so awkward it is also uncle ben is in this movie for no fucking reason at all i like it's, that he's in this movie he's the best part of this movie i like him because he's, he's the, the best, best part of it but i don't know why you would bother to include ben parker in this movie he doesn't do anything ben parkery he's just a guy that happens to be there because well, they no, want to no, reference no. he does Peter one parker. thing ben parkery in that over the course of the movie, he becomes an uncle. <laughs> yes, I guess that's it. But literally, and he falls in love with a woman who that they don't shall not be named. Yeah, I, I have to name aunt, last name May. <laughs> I, I have to assume that they just could not get the rights to say Aunt May for some reason, or they were worried that they wouldn't be able to. They just so they do this super awkward same scene. same way they couldn't get the rights to say Peter. Yeah, exactly. So they just say, Oh, my baby's first name is going to be put. Oh, 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. You're getting called away. You, they, they do this super weird, awkward thing where Dakota Johnson is talking to to Ben Parker, and she's like, "Oh, who's the new girl?" And he just like, just like a middle school boy looks down <laughs> at his hands and won't say anything. And she's like, "Oh, is that it's serious? serious?" Yeah, like that's not an interaction that human beings have. Just don't if you if you can't reference Aunt May's name, then just don't fucking involve. It, just to have it be Ben Parker is there. Okay, that's all we need. It just happens to be him so that we can include the line later and just do a bad version yeah, of the with great res- great power comes even great show responsibility. show him dating a really old woman <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and we can like infer this Aunt May. You don't have to say the name stop, out loud. No, you don't have to bring your weird Aunt May has to be an old wet woman Aunt, thing. <laughs> Aunt May needs to be old and wrinkly and kind of decrepit. Not that's, when it's supposed uh, to be 30 years ago. Why? <laughs> It's a thing that Josh has, and it has come up on every. Is she too old... hot in the new movie? Yes, he's mad it's that Marissa, Marissa Tomei. Marissa Tomei, okay. Marissa Tomei, a stone cold stunner, and should not be Aunt May. Aunt May should be old and grandmotherly. And... Well, we haven't met her. Maybe he likes older women. <laughs> Just... That'd be great. <laughs> That's Just why. Show she's... us with an older woman. <laughs> show us Ben with an older woman, and then you don't have to dance around the fact that her name is May and his nephew's name is going to be Peter. <laughs> they just do the 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 scene with Mim J, but it's instead of a like crazy hot redhead coming through the door saying you just hit the jackpot tiger, it's oh. just a yeah. wrinkly old man. <laughs> That's not the scene I thought you were talking about. I thought you were talking about the hanging upside down scene, but instead of thing, instead of like pulling down Spider Man's mask, he's just like. Pulling back the face wrinkles. <laughs> oh, no, I want That's the kind original of actress. I want no idea what her name is, but be original mm-hmm. actress yeah. from the Sam Raimi movies. Yeah. yeah, so put she's her in dead. there, and she's yeah. that's yep. It's been just put her in there years. now. Yes, mm-hmm. <laughs> it should have been twenty years earlier. <laughs> Correct, but instead, it's twenty years later. Yeah, um, we're, we're ranting about Ben. Ben doesn't matter. He's no, barely he a character. I mean. He's kind of they, the best one. but They go back and show that, like, oh, this is definitely the... In case you were not able to pick up, pick up on the subtle, like, thing that they were putting down of, like, cutting from the baby to J- Dakota Johnson, she goes back to her house and picks up, like, her little box of stuff from her mom and go, leaves through it, like, it, Aww, for no reason at mom. all. And just like, yes, I am indeed that baby that somehow became a U.S. citizen, if, despite there being no way that would happen. There's not a chance in this entire movie that you will ever be confused about about what's going on unless you're like how did anyone let this happen (laughs) unless you're confused about why it's going on yes Yes. because the movie will really just grind your face into whatever whatever scene or or point that's trying to make about like look she is she is viewing the future Mm -hmm. in case you didn't get it Here's her viewing the future some more, and also it's the future, and she's and gonna snap back. And here's someone saying, I'm viewing the future. And here's- she's going to mutter to herself, huh, I wonder if that was the future. And then it's going to flash back to her viewing the future And then again. she's going to be like, hey, I just think, I think I just saw the future. That's the- too, No, no, that's too much emotion. <laughs> and they say, I, th- I think I just saw the future. And they future. say the future, and she says, the future. You oh, that's just a thing. saw the future? <laughs> I just saw the future. The future? The future. You, you think we're joking, <laughs> That's but we're not. <laughs> That's, yes. It, the the wait, crazy wait, thing you, is that- You brought like, up the they, but we haven't got to any of the they's well, wait, yet. Wait, wait, oh, I, I do want to bring up this thing. This is not a new thing. Like This is not the first time anyone has 
put like the future, like seeing the future in a movie and then cutting back to show the same scene again. That's the fine, the yeah. Final Destination movies made like 12 of these about showing you the same scene twice and made them very watchable. They just had to have interesting fucking shit happen when she sees the future. You know Every time it, really it snaps back, I'm already bored. Yeah. I yes. was bored in the original place. <laughs> exactly. When it was more violent and more things were happening, mm. it was already boring. You know who does see in the future kind of interesting and it's for a character that doesn't even see the future? The uh, Downey Jr. Sherlock movies. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where he's oh. like thinking through. It's, it's yeah. just him being intellectual and he's like, I can predict what's going to happen just because of how smart I am. Yes. But it'll still show it. And then he's like walking through each step as mm-hmm. he goes. And then it'll cut back to the present and then it'll do it in real time. And it's neat. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. And there's so many ways you can make this power work and be interesting. And they refused to do any of those things. <laughs> anyway, we, so well, we should explain Madam how she Webb got her gets powers. Her power yeah. By her and Uncle Ben are going on a paramedics call, and there's a guy whose car is upside down on the edge of a bridge. Mm-hmm. And they're like, We got to get you out of there. Yep. And so Madam Webb goes in and she's cutting the dude free from his seatbelt. Mm-hmm. And Uncle Ben is there at the other side of the door yep. to pull him out. Mm-hmm. And it goes great. And they get him out, and everything's safe. And then Madam Webb decides to just chill and relax for a little bit inside the car and not get out to be fair she didn't have much time she had plenty <laughs> of time what i'm she confused about is why to be fair the movie really wanted her to fall why of did these professional paramedics decide they needed no extra support or anything to just hop into a car that is balancing on the edge of a bridge. If I was going to be charitable to this movie, I would say that they were like worried that the guy would go yeah. over in it. But they, they had no get, concern they, for themselves. Exactly. Like the, it wasn't like, oh, be it's, careful when he the, comes out. That can out, be a heroic balances. thing. That can be a heroic it, it thing. Right? It wasn't. Like, if you establish that the car is about to go over the edge in any second, but they don't. It is perfectly stable where it is, and you can barely tell that it is on the edge of a bridge. You have to figure, put that together Also, after she falls Also, off. if she could, if, if he could grab the guy and help him out, he could most certainly reach up and cut his seatbelt. Like, she did not have to go in the opposite door through if, the Also, if there was car. time for Uncle Ben to get there and, like, get his arms under the guy's armpits and pull him out, there's time for Madam Webb to just go get back out, out of the, the car. Door just go out the way in. you came in. If exactly. Was, if it was so perfectly balanced uh. that the slight motions that they do in that car tipped it over, then they could have just had a guy in the back put one finger on the bumper Literally. and push down, and it would have been fine. Yes. Uh. Anyway, the the car plunges into the Hudson River. Right. And, and she, so does Madam Webb. And instead of seeing her fatally die in this horrible accident she suddenly catapulted into this strange timey-wimey world where she hears a bunch of voices and it goes on for way too long she sees a big s you see a bunch of imagery (laughs) you know is gonna come up again maybe Mm -hmm. in this movie maybe in future movies that will not be made because this movie is trash (laughs) yes but yeah she sees a whole bunch of stuff but what i really wanted to see is like what exactly she fell a good 30 feet while in a car into the water that means that her face must have slammed into that uh windshield at about 90 miles an hour and bounced off of that the car's upside down the only thing that happens to her soft is she landed on the future the only thing that happens to her is she starts to drown no other ill effects of this at all after she comes out they say it was cardiac arrest is that normal yeah, I don't think so. I don't think the thing that kills you 
I mean, yes, your heart does stop when you are suffocating, but the problem is that <laughs> you have Oxygen inhaled no to your brain. You've maybe inhaled all the maybe water. Maybe it falls under cardiac arrest because you're. Well, and, and not, I could see that, like cardiac arrest, like you're trying to squeeze the water out. Yes, but well, the problem is too, there's no there's no classic like <laughs> yeah, as, the like pro- all the water comes the out. The problem of her mouth. it would not be that, would be that her heart has stopped. The problem would be that her lungs are full of water and her brain has not had oxygen in the last three minutes, so she is just brain dead. I now. like okay. this a lot better if framed in that she lost like half of her brain capacity <laughs> due to the lack of oxygen and the rest is just a hallucination. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yes, <laughs> just, exactly. At the end of the movie, it just cuts back to her with her glasses on in the wheelchair. Just <laughs> <laughs> like, yep, the yeah. whole thing is just in her head. Uh, uh. Anyway, so she <laughs> now can see the future and they it takes her way too like, long to pick up that she can see the future. They do like well, that seven would be scenes weird. Of, of her seeing obviously a hundred percent seeing the future a thing repeats completely and she just cannot put to fucking gather that she is seeing the future and things are happening again uncle ben quit being a dick and ask me the same questions yeah oh that balloon popped randomly oh that balloon popped randomly again and no one acknowledged it what and everyone's saying the same things they just said a second ago what could be happening and then finally she's at a paramedic scene and this is the only one the only scene that like would make it make sense that she's confused about any of this because in this paramedic scene everything is fucking weird all over the place it's like she's having sensory overload which makes sense she's seeing possible futures and all that die and it's in a high stress all kinds of stuff but the way that it's framed is not hey this scene played out we went back to the beginning of that scene and it all played again and Dakota Johnson looks confused. It actually looks like everything is, is overloading her. If you'd played all of them that way, I'd have a lot more sympathy for her when she gets right. her friend killed by not making him like look both ways before she he tries. drove out in the road. She's just, she's just not confident enough that she's actually seeing the future to like really insist. Yeah. But she tries to, she's like, hey, I need to drive. I got a bad feeling about this. Seriously, it, please let me drive. I, you don't need to be driving. A bit. Be- Either then, a either a better actress, her, she she's like gives into it. Either a better actress or a act or Dakota Johnson, if she were trying to sell that, it could work. But because she's giving it the same bored line <laughs> delivery, yeah. it doesn't come across as like, oh, I'm not, sh- I'm feeling crazy, but I don't want to like let you go out in traffic and maybe die. But also, this is insane. None of that comes across. Yeah. It comes across as like, um. Captain you, Sergeant, you, you should, really need to let me drive. Yes, you should. Um, but I don't know. Uh, right. Please. Oh, you died. She literally is sitting there with the blood of her I'm friend on her hands after her, after his, de- his gruesome death in front of her. And, watch my and she goes from clearly conveying sadness to. I'm bored now. In about three seconds yeah. on camera, she's it's, emotionally shut down because her mama didn't. It's love her. like she was she looking. Thinks. She's. It's like she was looking at her hands with the blood on them, doing her acting thing, and she heard cut and stopped acting, but they left it in the film. <laughs> A little bit. Uh, you can yeah. see the moment where he, she puts her hands down on her head, down on her arms, and it's like she's like, "I am in this movie. Oh no, it's not good." So, quick, quick aside. Uh, we're at forty-five minutes, and we oh, haven't started gosh. talking about the story. <laughs> So we see the bad guy from the Amazon. He has he seduces a woman in an opera who happens to be a CIA agent. I guess he just knew she was going to NSA. NSA. Three letter agency that doesn't matter which there one. There are a lot of they're the spying agencies. on. They all do the same thing on our domestic. Yeah, the LDS. <laughs> That's all of them, Josh. That's literally all of them. That's all they do. No, the the Church of the Latter-day Saints, theory. Rick, do they do the same thing? 
Probably. Well, <laughs> probably a little bit at least. <laughs> Three-letter government agency. <laughs> anyway, so she brings back a, a CIA agent to uh, to bang. I'm going to say a different one every single time. And he steals her FBI she brings, credentials. She brings back an NBA. And so, <laughs> yeah, she brings back an NBA player. Um, and... She like he explains the entire thing of like I've seen the future several times in my dreams ever since I did something really terrible and if you knew the same thing that I did you would kill the person that was going to murder and my you. Dr- my dreams what are a that three high schoolers are going to kill me. Yeah, and I'm going to well not three high schoolers because like in the future they're not high schoolers they're just ladies that have superpowers. Yeah, enter another character who's unimportant and has terrible lines. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his assistant who's using all the NSA I mean, technology. Yes. To track anyway, he people. kills her to take her. He her kills codes. the NHS like. <laughs> by and and these are his Naranha powers. Uh-huh. He can poison people by squeezing. He, he can touch them, and it's a it's a he's fast, got all, but it's not that fast. He's right? got like, all he's the Spider Man for a while. He's got all the Spider Man powers. Just swip out webs, web swinging for poison touch. That's and the only yes. Spider Sense for. I mean, he has jump it. He into just, danger sense. <laughs> he has Spider Sense. He's just no. He gets his ass kicked by easily avoidable things. He should like, but he they demonstrate that he can dodge bullets because he has Spider Sense. So he has it. The movie just forgets it when it's time for Madam Web to he win. Jumps into the oncoming ambulance. Yes. That's like the deer that gets freed from the fence and then jumps back into the yes. fence. I'm not saying that the movie makes sense, Josh. I'm saying that they, they clearly... He's the dumbest in Ryan Hat possible. <laughs> yes, exactly. He has he clearly has the power. He just misuses it badly, He's which he does with of all of them. man and the intellect of an orange. <laughs> So he wants to kill these three because he's had a vision of the night when the three of them will show up and murder him in his apartment. The three of them being future spider ladies. Which, one, it's never really portrayed as like, why would these three... With spy, superheroes kill this man, right? Like, bru- like they, these three Never. brutally break in, beat him up, and then throw him out the window and watch, watch him die. Which is not superhero behavior also, at all. It, this whole thing happens in like his dream, and yes. it's a long scene. It is for no reason. It's also the only scene that you will see where the girls are in their superhero suits, except at the end where we're getting another vision of the future where they're doing there it. There is no, yeah, there's no point where they actually get to be superheroes. <laughs> Exactly. What's all. in the trailer is basically a hundred percent of the scenes where they're in their suits. Anyway, if you came to see teenagers kick ass in spider suits, watch a different Spider-Man. I guess. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the, that's his whole plan. Th- is he's going yeah. to use her this this uh, DHS person's credentials to hack into their system and use their credentials to to like use their face recognition system to find them in New York so that he can kill these three he high schoolers before they network. become superheroes. And then he uploads his dream pictures mm-hmm. <laughs> that he I guess drew a he bunch of times. Reconstructed them using yeah. some technology, fancy using technology, right? Yeah, NFC technology. That's correct. Yeah, <laughs> I like that this must be the universe that Thor was talking about when he said you call it technology but I call it magic. Listen, the NHS has a lot of uh, fancy <laughs> yeah. fancy technology but uh-huh. what about the NHL? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's right. Anyway, after he's got the ice agents stuff that he is attacking the he's looking for these these high schoolers and we have seen through various scenes Madam Web encounter Sydney Sweeney and the other two whose names I don't know. Yes. And they like in various scenes like one of them is she almost runs over and she flips them off and another one is in her building and about to be deported or something. Um, what, what should we call the three girls? Because I don't remember any of their names. Uh, Spider Girl, Girl, Black Spider Girl, and Latina Spider Girl. Sure. I was going to go with their personality. They don't have them. Well, one of them <laughs> is edgy, one of them is nerdy, and one, one of, of them, them is, is shy. Sweet. 
or shy. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I guess if you want to do the yeah, three I guess personalities that a girl can have. <laughs> yes, dickhead. The three personalities they can have. Black, dickhead, Latina, and white. <laughs> dickhead, nerd, and wilting flower. <sighs> I feel like I'm all three of those. <laughs> Black, Latina, and white? I will go ahead and tell you, you no. are not a dickhead. <laughs> I'm kind of a dickhead. <laughs> You're not. Not even a little bit. Maybe inside your head you say things that are dickhead. Oh, I need you to but they don't come out of your I'm consistently energy. flipping you off in my head all the time. <laughs> I mean, I feel no, like... Really, I'm just thinking about dicks all the time. <laughs> They're in my head. Categorically, oh. I am a dickhead. <laughs> anyway. Diagnosed. Diagnosed. Uh, <laughs> they, they, they do like an MRI where they can like they're like pathing your brain. I'm like, sorry, oh, man. It just, it just makes a big dick. This is really rare. It is. It's just a big wiener. Especially in people of your gender, it's exceedingly rare. But you. You are a dickhead. She pull. just got weenies on the mind. They just pull her brain out, and in the like folds of the brain, it's just shaped just into little of, tiny yeah, dicks. The gray matter forms little wieners. <laughs> That's right. Anyway, so uh, she, Madam Webb, is on the train, and she like sees these three girls being casually murdered by the bad guy. Oh, but it's in the future every time. It's yes, a, it's a premonition. She keeps flashing and then forward. It's another premonition, and mm-hmm. it's another premonition, and then, and we find and we keep track of whether it's. The real timeline or premonition uh, based on whether she's wearing a jacket and how many people she has sitting in the seats next to her. Exactly. And it just keeps being more and more people and she takes off her jacket, which would the vision just not have happened if she left her j- jacket on? Like, I don't know, because half because like a, a <laughs> non zero percent of guess- these visions just happen differently than. She that's also true them. but right. i guess also we did prove earlier in the scene where she like proves that she is kind of dumb that she can change the future because a bird at one point flies into her window and she goes over and she looks sad that there's a dead bird outside and then it like flashes back to the to present she's in a different place than she was when the vision started so that's you don't understand that. that she's still by the window yes yeah, somehow she's just there because she wasn't there when the vision started anyway the vi- the, the the window is closed and not broken and she's like it doesn't matter i can't change anything it's all gonna happen the same mm. but then she lifts and then it she's up just anyway. like well maybe i should just try lifting the window and the bird up. flies in and then flies out in a way that no bird has ever flown out <laughs> that's ever right. that's ever. exactly true and she's done and in a better movie they would be like oh i could have saved my friend's life if i had tried to change the future more nah. but in this movie it's just like oh it's like huh cool I can change the future. Still so, not gonna go to his funeral there. So she, <laughs> yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> so she goes, she goes to a train, and she on is this, trying to get to his funeral. And yes. on and on this train or subway or whatever, mm-hmm. um, the three teen girls mm-hmm. are going to be attacked by the bad guy who's found Blossom, using Buttercup, the, and Bubbles. That's right. Yeah, they're all there. On actually, that kind of works a little bit. Uh, they're oh, all there shit. on the train, and she sees a vision of huh. each of them getting killed individually by Naranja Spider Man. Yes. And she's like, oh, no, that's bad. Yeah. And then. But she's like. She it, takes a while to catch it, up to is it. Is it really bad, though? Like, and do then I have to help them? After they're all sitting down and she sees Naranja Spider-Man coming down. Aranya. Yes. <laughs> she sees Orange Spider-Man coming down the way. Ezekiel. Like, you <laughs> made that up. Aranya it does would be, not mean orange. It would be a better movie if he was just an orange <laughs> coming to murder them. It would have been a better movie if they were just the Naranja Warriors. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, she convinces these three to get out of the out of the train just in time She's for it to like, take off. She's like, "You're gonna off. get murdered. Mm-hmm. You need to get out of here." 
Oh, a, you're not listening to me. I'm going to steal your skateboard. Come and on, make get you off go. of this yeah, train. Exactly. Like, and she does it in an ex- extremely bored way, but gets them out and then starts to walk away and is like, oh, there's cops over there. And I had a vision of, of me being arrested. I shouldn't go that way. And we go a different way. But then evil Spider-Man is suddenly changed into his Spider-Man suit. He was in a just like full on three piece suit walking down this thing to prepare to kill these people. But now mm-hmm. he's in his Spider-Man suit because I guess he doesn't want to be seen doing his Spider-Man shit, even though he was about to murder murder three girls in the broad view of many people anyway in this scene i was confused and she's like i was confused that that was somehow the same guy right in the same scene exactly wait you're confused by which part when he was in a suit and then was suddenly a spider well how are you confused by that because the movie was like his face, and then just flash the Spider-Man head over him repeatedly, so <laughs> yes. that you knew I think this that guy was, is the evil Spider-Man. I think There's that was no one question. of the points when I was covering my face in agony. <laughs> That's probably That's what fine. it was. Yeah. What you missed is it's just like flashes of the Spider-Man suit God superimposed over his face, which is not her power. Her power is to see the future. That is what they have He's hammered the fuck. He's gonna future. wear the He's suit in the future, Rick. Right? Yeah, but Rick. that's not how her power works. It shows her. Her power is also future. sometimes to go psychically have a conversation in an old crime which, scene, which is fine. But you just have to establish okay, that in some way. We gotta get through this plot, okay? It, it, she yes. saves the girls. She takes them to the woods. She told tells them to <laughs> I, wait, wait, wait. I gotta <laughs> take. I gotta explain at least one thing. I gotta explain at least one thing. They are trying to get it out of there, and the police are trying to stop her because she's like one of the girls has been like she's kidnapping us uh-huh. and then evil spider-man shows up and this is the one scene where he looks kind of cool and dangerous because he's like grabbing this the police yeah. officer uh-huh. and dragging him off or attacking them that kind of thing but not attacking the fucking high school girls that he is there to murder it's not like that he's worried that someone's gonna see his face he's in a spider-man costume well but he doesn't want to tarnish his spider-man reputation kill by killing first. the girls in front right, of the cops and the cops are slowing the them first. down yeah. Anyway, so it's not clear that he kills the cops. He steals a taxi. He throws one of them into an oncoming train. In theory, we don't we see him like <sighs> we see that in the most PG thirteen way possible, so that we like can't really see. Anyway, Madam Webb takes her three teenage girls now to the she woods leaves somewhere. them in a clearing. She She's, steals a taxi. They find out they all have tragic the backstories yes. and no family or friends. Mm-hmm. And she Madam leaves Webb, them in the woods. Now, she goes on. back. She doesn't just. It's not just she leaves them in the woods. She says. To these three girls, she's j- they joke about it being a kidnapping, but she has kind of just kidnapped these bit, three girls. She's stolen a taxi. She's driven in the woods in the middle of nowhere in New York, and she says, I need you to wait oh, here. Throwing their phones out the window of yeah, the taxi. she's throwing the, their phones out the window. They have no way of contacting anyone, and she says, I need you to wait here for some hours. Three. Three, while three I hours. Go, while I go figure this out, and then she just leaves. Which is not a thing that she had to do because she could have just taken them with her and done the exact same shit. what does she do when she leaves? She goes back to her apartment and looks at her mom's things again and goes, oh, hey, right. that's the bad guy that is trying to kill me. I've never looked at this photo before and like seen his face before. This is a terrible scene. She Spons- looks through and she's narrating everything that she reads. And oh. for like... Uh, also, it's, it's probably so- only like... 50 seconds but it feels like an hour she is just it's just up her face as she's reading her mom's old diary she's reading her mom's old diary reading the diary Mm -hmm. she's like about the spider people she's flipping through the pages and she and we're just seeing her face as she's reading a book and she says huh the spider this is a rare spider that was in the peruvian amazon flips page huh the aranya people 
have Spider-Man have spider powers. powers. Huh. Flips the page. Uh-huh. Oh, this evil villain that I just saw try to kill these three girls was also with my mother. Then, in the rainforest. In Peru. Where the Aranya people get spider powers from a spider there. this guy then huh. killed her. Flips the page. Here's the thing. The the mo like there's many baffling things I could go into for probably an hour straight on just this scene alone. But if your parent had left you a diary of theirs in which they talked about a basically a cryptid of a human being that has superpowers that are like the ability to like have super strength, the ability to crawl on walls and things, all of that, that knowledge would be in your brain all the time. She's just a bored person, Rick. You, you yeah. would you would never forget the fact that her mom didn't love her, your mom, so why would she read her mom's diary? But she she clearly has. The, the movie establishes yeah, that she, in an no, earlier she shot where she is going through to, looking for the pictures. Yeah, but what do you think she's going back to her apartment to do then? Like she's <laughs> clearly like, "Hi, huh, I think I remember something so she, about this." Right, so she must be thinking my mom's thing has something vaguely similar to this. She can't be th- <laughs> but she her like the it would be mind blowing to have your mom have talked about literal fucking superheroes. You would never not have that in your mind. When a guy shows up that has those exact superpowers, you don't need to go back to your mom's diary to confirm that it was there. And then she tries to climb a wall. Yes. Fails. Yes, she does. Fails. Because she was like, oh. These and guys had superpowers. It's supposed to be funny, but it just comes across <laughs> as pathetic and sad. Because she does yeah. it in the same bored way that she's done everything. Of like, huh, I have superpowers. Right. Maybe I can do this thing. You know nope. what it reminds me? It Aww. reminds me of when uh, that one lady comic threw herself at Kanye West's feet on the red carpet trying to be funny. Huh? Amy Schumer. I hate I Amy don't. Schumer. Yeah. I don't, did not know There was a this. red carpet interview thing, and she just like fell down and pretended to like have tripped and be injured at Kanye West's feet. Uh, when she clearly wasn't mm, and he was like yeah it's not funny and so he just walked away and then yeah. she had to like kind of get up and, and be like be, oh <laughs> oh that didn't work also i'm amy schumer take my picture <laughs> amy schumer kind of sucks yeah. yeah uh anyway <laughs> had that same kind of awkward vibe for the folks that know what i'm talking about yeah exactly yeah so uh these three girls in the meantime have not decided to stay in the spot in the woods where this crazy random woman they just left her. They are hungry. They only had five pieces of jerky. This is a reasonable response. Yes. A strange woman has kidnapped you and run you out into the middle of the woods and told you to just wait here. And you know that there's a Denny's. Superhero. There's a Denny's down down the road. It's a really oh. fancy-ass Denny's. Sure. Here's, here's one, uh, one last thing, real quick. She knows that somehow the bad guy found these three girls. She knows he has superhero powers, superhuman abilities. Yeah. She does not know how he found those three girls in the first place to kill them. Well, but until she goes home and reads her mother's diary, she doesn't know whether the people with spider powers are used to living and being around trees. So The trees but- might... Be protective cover so for she, these three girls. Not knowing how he found them leaves her them in a place where, for all she knows, he could just come find them again because maybe he's got magical superhero serial killer powers and could just track them. I hate maybe, this movie. Maybe, but then they go and they they get a bunch of food because they're like, "Haha, we're hungry." And a ridiculous amount of food for girls who like clearly take very good care of themselves, like. You can eat a lot as a teenage girl Fair. and not you show it. You can, but like nothing about this is average teenage girl. This it's is like just having fun together, man. They're just <laughs> yeah. they're bonding, they're becoming a family. None of their parents love them. Okay, one, one girl girls, one girl's parents are billionaire Chinese polluters. One of the girl's parents um 
one one of the girl's dads divorced her mom and, and she, her mom went insane. Her mom went insane, and then the stepmother is like, "We don't want you to be our daughter." Mm-hmm. And then the other girl's dad really didn't do anything wrong. He just got deported. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, and her and mom so anyway, died when she was five. And yeah. So they don't have family, and so or good role models. So they go dance on a table in front of a bunch of teenage boys. They're they're bonding and being classic friends. girl shit. Yeah, yeah. Every girl does that, right, Alana? Oh yeah, yeah, all the time. And you got dicks on the brain. <laughs> <laughs> so they're doing that and that's when and like Dakota Johnson shows up and is like you three have been very naughty for not listening to my crazy woman things and that's when the bad guy shows up and kills everyone in the bar oh but it was a it was a vision and so she no comes back surprised. she gets back instead of running through the woods to get to this diner she gets back in her car and drives to the diner somehow makes it take longer to get there she gets stuck so that she truck. can as yeah. the bad guy drives in she can drive her car into him once again proving josh's point that he has spider sense but i guess just ignores it all the time because she hits him with the car and then they're just like run away when they get in and just drive away and he can't catch them because he's a fucking moron also it's just now occurring to me that this movie was set in 2003 and it did not look like 2003. No, the entire reason it was in 2003 was so that they could set that previous scene that we just talked about to Britney Spears toxic. I don't think there were like, I don't think they removed any modern cars. Nope. All of the costuming was very modern. Yes. Like they didn't even uh, reference 9-11. <laughs> <laughs> Like they're yeah, still very yeah, prevalent yeah, on yeah. New Yorkers minds. Yeah. I mean, I it guess she would have been there during 9/11. Like that's the thing you got to think. She it was a first. Was she, was she bored during it? It might have been the summer of of 2003. Huh. That would be my guess. <laughs> Cassie, Cassie, the the World Trade Center. They've they've fallen. They've been hit by by planes. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for knowing where I was going with that. <laughs> anyway, uh, they, so she takes the girls back to a hotel and then is like, "I'm just gonna leave you here. Bye." And men. Mentally, she astral projects herself back to the diner. She drives back there. Mentally. Mentally. And then has a conversation with the bad guy who was not there. And this is, again, not the powers they've established for her. She just psychically links with him. And he, for some reason, explains her. I think she can astral project. I think she can as the character, but that's not what they have shown this character to do. Well, they're showing her doing it now. They, They hammered home how her psychic future sight works. And then they're just like, oh, yeah, she also has other powers that are unrelated to that that we're not going to establish at all. This is the worst scene (laughs) for the excessive exposition. Yes. This is the one where he says, and everything for some reason that they're saying is being repeated, like echoed back. I don't know why. So you literally hear him say, in the future, they kill me. And then you hear it again, in the future, future, they they kill kill me. me. And then she goes... In the future, the girls kill you? He says, yes, in the future, they, the girls, kill me, the bad guy. so bad. It's awful. And there's no reason for it. She already knows this guy wants to kill them. The only information that that gives her is why he wants to do it, which does not change anything for her at all. Except he says, yeah, they get superpowers. And she's like, huh, they get superpowers. I guess I should be friends with them because they're going to have superpowers later, and I guess I'll want that for some reason. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to speed us up a little yeah, bit yeah, through yeah. some more yeah. of this. She gets back to the hotel, and she and the girls are like, we're a family now. Mm-hmm. And then we do super P- CPR together. That's right. I'm going to teach you guys CPR. And they're like, I don't think I've ever said this before, but 
You're a good teacher. You're yeah. a good teacher. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, okay, thanks. I'm going to leave you to stay with my friend, Uncle Ben. And then I'm going to go take a three-week trip to Peru to try and figure We're out like something three about hours. this fire. <laughs> yeah, she goes to Peru. Like hours. She's looking around. One of the Aranya men mm-hmm. finds her but now he's just in like civvies normal clothes yeah <laughs> and he's like hey he's like is- i recognize you i delivered you as a baby mm-hmm. i knew you'd come back and she's like come I back to your birthing pool here? what he's do like, you mean he's like hey uh you didn't actually begin here you began earlier um i'm just gonna shove you into this pool have you using seen a- the doctor strange movie <laughs> no okay good <laughs> yeah he punches her he punches soul, her soul into, the pond, into the birthing into the pond and she sees the the thing that we talked about at the beginning with her mom yeah, like oh so your mom sweet actually goes, did love her she, she goes back in time then she sees her mom's memories yeah and gives she, her mom a hug she goes back in time she sees her mom's memories she sees her mom get the diagnosis of her future yes muscular dystrophy she gives her mom a hug and they feel it out and they're all happy and then she like also so she's like viewing the past but also jumping to the future within the past yes and anyway, astral projecting the, herself really through time to give her mom a hug. She gets out of all this, having done this, and the movie treats it as though it's like it's like Thor finding out that he was a prideful asshole all along and it was his fault. Or like Spider-Man be realizing that like with great power comes great responsibility. Like mm-hmm. it's it is literally portrayed as like all of the flaws that she's shown previously in the movie have come from in this fact, misunderstanding with her yeah. mom mm-hmm. and she has now resolved that. None of those fucking problems existed. They didn't have a character art for her. This no. doesn't solve anything this about her. Not. It doesn't change anything she's about her. She's a much her. more emotional person now. No, literally, she's not. Like, no. 30 seconds earlier... There was a moment where she was like, why did you hate me? That was the one point in the entire movie that I was like, wow, I almost felt like a little spark of emotional connection to this character. That's the first time she has brought up her relationship with her mom in any way at all. Like any emotional connection. She's like shown that she had a mom. mom. She's talked about her mom before, like the party where she's like, my mom died. But even then, she didn't have any kind of like... You know what kind of asshole takes their, you know, their infant, their unborn daughter into the jungle. There's she, no like resentment in those lines. She told bad jokes about it and said it really didn't matter to me. That's yeah. literally it. And it doesn't like feel like she's hiding something underneath that. Like she's pl- trying to play it off. Mm-hmm. No, it literally feels like she's like, yeah, I didn't know my mom, so it's not a big deal that I lost her. Also, mm-hmm. just here's the thing: if you come into the foster system as a baby. You just have You're a gonna mom. get adopted. Yeah. Like that's what people are waiting for who are actually they waiting to baby. adopt babies. A sweet little white babies. girl baby is like, going to get literally. adopted. We don't know no way. Age she got brought There's into the no system. way that she We do. She wasn't immediately. She could have been raised by spiders for a while. <laughs> We don't know. Like, there's a wait I just list that. for babies. <laughs> I wanted, I, I want, forgot that she hated her mom. Until uh, two, until an hour and a half after the movie. The foster system is literally for people who have might living have, parents, right? Guardians who actually are able to then come Thank back you. and take care of them. That's why yes. we don't legally give them to other parents. Yes. Uh, you know, you know, you know like she movie... might come back maybe she might come back from the amazon <laughs> you never know from the dead the movie really hammers home that this is kind of the turning point for her character though because they give us the line you know as she emerges oh from God. the pool um having having learned her lesson and coming to terms with the love her mom felt for her um the aranya spider-man uh the good one 
turns to her and says, when you take responsibility, great power will come. That's not how that fucking works. With it doesn't matter how much great responsibility <laughs> comes great power. That's, that is the opposite of how that works. You do not have responsibility because you don't have any power. That's the problem. You yes, can't like the power comes after you've gained no, responsibility. No. No, no, no. It's the most like it McDonald's is McDonald's at home thing I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It really is. Yes. It is Aww. bafflingly stupid. It is, at least it is not as bad as the line that I heard that it was, which is when you take power, you will gain great responsibility. <laughs> and it's like, bro, that is a fucked up <laughs> way to say that. Like that is, that's the sick version that's of that. fucked up, but I hate this one more. Yes, yes, exactly. Because it's just asinine. It's so, it's dumb. so dumb. Anyway, then she ends up back. She's dropped off all the teenagers at, her partner's house by the way but mm-hmm. not his house his sister's house because yes. her husband's gone and they're making a mess of the living room then her water breaks and they're like ah oh, we all have to go now and for some reason he calls an ambulance and then also decides to take her to the hospital in a car and doesn't call off the ambulance and also he can't leave the three like 17 also, yeah. and 18 year old kids at Just home there. yeah and he then also to to the she arrives that night back in the same taxi that she stole several days ago mm-hmm. presumably mm-hmm. left yes. in an airport yes. parking lot for all right. that time. So uh, the bad guy uses the like CPS technology that he has to find these kids, and he uh, like finds them. And is like, oh, I'm gonna go get them because they're dumb enough to be like, oh, I'm just gonna stick my face out as out of these yeah. windows as much as I possibly can, even though I'm wearing a hoodie and could just pull it down, and this would be no problem Freaking at all. Buttercup. <laughs> yeah, uh, and so he finds her, and Dakota Johnson has a vision of the future because she can control her powers now, and somehow mm. drives through a. Whoa, it it you, was you, like she drove out of a building into him. You forget Did the I, part where she takes the ambulance from the people who came to yes. uh, help deliver <laughs> yeah. the baby. She stole a taxi, decided she no longer wanted to steal the taxi to go catch them because she wanted the She's ambulance She's got instead. ambulance skills, okay? I guess. Right. This is her, really her biggest superpower. She drives the movie. ambulance out of like the third... Story, story of a building, of a building. it feels like and it doesn't explain how she got in there. like there are certain cities where like different I, levels and it's, it's and possible evil, that i just missed up like it really is i like, this did movie not is, see how she ended up this movie is building. bad enough that like it's possible that they were just like yeah she just drives out of the, out of the building also, for she no decides reason. it would be safer for everyone to literally leap the car in the ambulance. Well, she's got the precog, you know? Yeah. She can, like, she knows. <laughs> but she she so, didn't see that. She just saw the bad thing that happened if she now, didn't Now, evil do that. Spider-Man, thankfully, is a big dumb dummy because this ambulance comes out at a height <sighs> where he could just stand still and be fine. It's like 30 feet in but the air. But it really scares him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he jumps back going, yow! Mm-hmm. And he gets rammed through by this ambulance. Exactly. And drops the grenade that he had for some reason. He has Spider-Man's powers. Spider-Man can bench press a car. These are teenage girls. He can literally just punch each of them once with his superhuman speed, which would take three seconds, be done with the entire thing. But no, he has a grenade that has a timer of like 15 fucking minutes. Yes. Uh, anyway, they drive off to a explosion, a explosion factory. factory that was like foreshadowed earlier in the movie because that's yeah. where her friend died earlier. The and explosions like, PepsiCo f- factory. And, and for she, some reason, there's like a bucket load of flares in the ambulance. Is that normal? I mean, there would I be. It know. is. Not, I don't think it's unusual for them to have flares because that way, but like, I don't know about the smoke grenade. Twenty that's of them. <laughs> Maybe that's like another thing of like if you're in a spot where you just need to like tell a helicopter where you are. But in New York this. City, I don't know. Maybe it's standard equipment. 
equipment. I don't know. <laughs> I got nothing here. She, she. It's not the dumbest thing in this she movie. She calls by far. like a code X Y Z or whatever yeah. to get yeah. a helicopter to come and pick them up. At Which the, I want to talk factory. about that in a second because she she uses her precog skills. She gives she hands out flares to the girls. She's like, we're gonna run up to the roof. You guys stuff the light mm-hmm. them and stuff them into the explosion boxes. Yes, and they she precogs her way up to the roof. Now you said they call in a helicopter, right? Mm-hmm. They've got the code mm-hmm. for this, mm-hmm. and she's had the vision of them like getting on the helicopter. She safely. has, and she's got the vision of you know she's still doing the precog where oh I know that evil Spider Man is going to jump up right here, an explosion is going to happen this way, so mm-hmm. I'm going to turn and and the girls are going to dodge this way, and I'm going to pick up a piece of rubble to deflect this blast, mm-hmm. and it's going great. The helicopter that they've p- called in, she's had the vision that they're going to get on. Mm-hmm. He says, there's too much explosions at this explosion factory. You're going to have to climb higher. And that's when she precogs that, oh, a blast is coming for bubbles. Mm-hmm. We got to deflect the blast. For- <laughs> bubbles, duck. And so she ducks, and the explosion goes towards evil Spider-Man, and he punches it up, and it blows up the helicopter. They, they just both dodge it. He doesn't do anything to like cause it, because if he did, it would make sense. No, he like swings, and it f- goes from stra- flying at him to flying up. It I remember it pass, it going past him, him but I'll, I'll take your word for it. I, I like this better. This is at least it ricochets like he all caused him something. Into the helicopter, the helicopter blows up, and my immediate response was... She's doing it again. She's seeing the future and she's mm. going to have to change yeah. it so that that helicopter and those innocent people that she called to this scene mm-hmm. don't die. No. Absolutely <laughs> it, not. It was probably guys on the thing. They don't care about guys. It's fine. They can die. Yeah, all the random unnamed people, also the the grenade in the square like blew up a taxi. The, the cops, no the, the people, the other people at the diner, Ezekiel must have killed every single one of them because we later see him walk out of that diner with his mask off just casually like, yeah, I gotta go kill those girls. He has to have murdered yeah. all of them because they'd have seen his but face. But we don't but care because the, they're the, not main characters. But the movie just ignores all all of that implication, even though it would do so much to make this guy seem so much more menacing if we saw him kill people instead of being a competent moron. Because this entire time in the explosion factory, he is, it is as though he is literally leaping into the fireworks. It's like yes. he's, he's got the opposite of spiders. It's like you said earlier of him actively trying to get hurt Maybe through this entire thing. Maybe he's just an adrenaline junkie. He's just a moron. <laughs> you don't know. He's like, I idiot. love these explosions. They, this is fun. They say he Who was, says murder and three children can't be entertaining the, the oranges down in peru tell him that he is uh cursed and so maybe he just is cursed and like that's, <laughs> that's his, right. his spider sense just works wrong he's got to be cursed because towards the end all madam webb is doing is just backing up slowly mm-hmm. and then he's walking the slowly co- towards the her. pepsi cola sign crumbles and he falls and he just forgets he has spider agility and mm-hmm. the ability the to stick to walls yep. and maneuver himself. He just falls nope. to the ground and the giant Pepsi P lands on him and crushes him to death. This the scene is, it it draws out for so long. Even just the part where she's inching backwards, just <laughs> glancing at the sign, inching backwards, glancing at the sign. It it literally cuts like four times. Not and only she's that. been seeing the S for so long. Uh-huh. That and it doesn't even the crush The fact her. that the S just like Wax gives him. way and then it's the P that crushes yeah, it. I'm like, yeah. that's weird. Well, the, Not S, only the that. S is the one that like destroys the uh, supports, ramp, of it. Sure. supports that he's on. Yeah. But here's the thing. 
Not only that, she is like at one point, all three girls are in trouble, and she displays mm-hmm. a brand new power she's mm-hmm. never shown at all at any awakened. point in the movie. She's awakened. She's just like, she Webb. took responsibility, and so power just showed up. I guess she, she in fact remembered that quote <laughs> exactly. And you so hear it again. she astral projects herself to all three of them and is like, "Hey, let me help you." And well, then the bad guy she, just punches she, her in the gut. Standing in like, front of him, staring. That's right. Him. Not doing anything. She doesn't actually help any of the girls. And he just punches her in the gut. And it's like, oh, it's terrible. I guess I can't do that anymore. They gave her a brand new power, created a situation for her to use it. And it she, fails. And then she doesn't solve the problem with her brand new power. And the bad guy just does the one sensible thing he does the entire movie. And she wasn't punches responsible her. enough. That's I what. Guess. <laughs> she needed more responsibility. Oh, anyway, damn. then she, he dies. He dies. And the baby gets born, mm-hmm. and yeah. and they CPR her back to life. Right, she gets right. blinded by a fireworks. It hits her in the face in the right. water. Yeah. Um, and now she's Madame Web. She's in a wheelchair and yeah. stuff. And and now Yay. she's adopted them, despite them still collectively having seven alive parents. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> she is now their new mother. <laughs> yes. Well, none of none of those parents were able to do anything for her, so it's fine. Why didn't her... The di- one girl's dad didn't even do anything wrong. He just got deported. I mean, he didn't... Also, He also didn't contact her again for like the months after that. It's we not don't like, know. We do. Like she months. said it. She said that he is, he's been deported and then he has not said anything since then. Maybe he got deported to an area without a phone. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. I don't think that's how deportation works. <laughs> they deported him to the sea. <laughs> <laughs> He's Aquaman now. <laughs> I'm so glad I didn't have to watch that. <laughs> it was better I'm done. than this movie. I'm so done with bad superhero movies. No. Anyway, then you, everything uh, ends happily and everyone is great. The end. The next one that we have is, is Deadpool. So at least that one oh, has a good. chance of being good. Yeah. Has a chance yeah. of being good. Uh, this movie was not good. It was, <laughs> oh. however, a very enjoyable time sitting in the theater loudly complaining with my friends. <laughs> yes. So um, bad. My least favorite part of this movie was the repeated was the repeated lines and for when they were just making sure you couldn't accidentally miss the point they were mm-hmm. trying to make. Yeah, I'm. I had a dream that the girls killed me. The girls killed you. Yes, they did in a dream. You had a dream that the girls killed you. I did a dream. <laughs> the girls they killed me. It's like ah, uh, that is terrible. Yes, my favorite. <laughs> My favorite part of the movie is another thing that it did terribly, and that's the way that the lines were delivered. Mm. But there's something about just the majority (laughs) of the cast, the majority of the cast either delivering every line and every tense, like high pressure scenario and just like deadpan Mm -hmm. combined with our villain in his accent that I don't think comes from a specific country. (laughs) Yeah. It was just a combined. It feels like he's faking a bad accent. Yeah. It really does. Mm. It, it was a combined very entertaining experience. Um, so I'm going to give the movie. I, you know what? I had a two and a half Ooh, uh, unused with us. superpowers Generous. out of five time watching this movie. Okay. My favorite part of this movie was heckling the movie with you guys. Yes. <laughs> that was a blast. <laughs> Nothing else about the movie was good. <laughs> um, my least favorite thing about the movie is... The idea of serial killer Spider-Man is badass. Mm -hmm. Spider-Man, with his powers misused, would be 
absolutely terrifying, especially oh, yeah. in a world that seemingly does not have other superheroes to stop him. If you are just a normal person and Spider-Man wanted to kill you specifically, that is worse than like the Terminator There's no coming stopping to kill you. Him, though. There's no stopping him. He is super strong, super fast. He is basically invincible, and the only thing that you could use to hurt him, he has spider sense to avoid, which is a gun. I was going to say killing his family. <laughs> That's the one this, thing that regularly hurts Spider-Man. This guy is a complete fucking idiot yes. loser at every opportunity. The movie goes out of its way to make him seem less scary. If the movie had just, even at a PG-13 levels of violence, made him, like, let him kill people and let him have an effect, if he just killed one of these girls, the movie would have instantly had actual stakes to it because I would have believed, oh, the others might be in danger. But because this movie is telegraphing everything, everything from miles away, you know none of these girls are going to get hurt. Nothing bad is really going to happen. Even the fact that Madam Web ends up blind and cripples doesn't feel like a bad thing by the end of the movie. It just is like, oh, that is a thing that happened because the character is this way, so now she's that way. But mm -hmm. she can also use all of her superpowers now to go everywhere and astral travel and also like literally get up using her special mega nega ghost bodies to go do stuff. There's no, no consequences to anything. This is a horrible movie <laughs> on every possible level. What's your favorite part? Heckling it. Oh, Heckling yeah. it with you guys. Yeah. That was the only good thing about that. it. It's a um, fun, bad movie. Uh, uh, I This movie gets zero dead high school girls oh out of gosh. five. It is awful. Oh, it everyone, ain't a zero. Everyone involved in the creative decisions of this movie should be ashamed of themselves. Wow. Alana, what did you think? Woo. So my least favorite part, which... I mean, both of yours were like my top two. So I'll go with my number three just to be unique, which is that the three girls never actually get to do anything cool or interesting <laughs> no, they in don't. the entire movie. No, And they're literally not. just a liability the whole time. They Disobeying orders, slowing things down. They should feel like pre-superheroes. They should right. feel like people who have greatness in them that just hasn't been able right. to come through. We don't get a single moment of like, oh, wow, she actually used some of her Taekwondo skills mm -hmm. that we didn't think she had. Or, wow, she used her, her super math, smart she, math yeah. brain they just to feel like, like calculate something. That's great. And, yeah, none of their personalities were unique or interesting or even got to be explored at all mm -mm. and none of their powers were even shown in the shown movie. at all except <laughs> yeah. in premonitions which i get it if you're if you're in like a big franchise where you already have the next several movies planned out maybe that's something you want to do but this is like the type of premonitions that we're seeing should be reserved for like the end of credits scene. Yes. This is not a, we're going to show this in the very first 20 minutes of the movie and then you'll never see it because that's not what this movie's about. Right. I wanted to see a bunch of kick-ass girls Kick beating ass. people up in their spider suits. And the only time they do, it literally feels like they are doing a crime. Literally. Uh, so that's my least favorite part is it, it's a, I actually was disappointed by that. I, <laughs> despite my low expectations, I managed sure. to be disappointed by something. <laughs> and that was it. My favorite part is 
probably the whole little Ben Parker storyline. Because it's yeah. sweet. I like him and his sister and like okay. being excited. And there's a little moment when he's like excited to be an uncle. And she says, oh, he, he's excited. Because uh, he's got all Because he's the got all the, yeah, all the fun, fun, but none of the responsibility. Uh, and Madam and is like. <laughs> she's like, that's what he thinks. It's like, uh-huh, <laughs> That child's uh-huh. parents are going to die. <laughs> right. Including and, that woman right behind me. And I'm not going to do shit yeah, about it. Despite knowing about it, I won't warn him that his sister is going to die. Right. Mm-hmm. But it brought like I'm this good little friend. edge of sentimentality to mm-hmm. it. It's like, oh, it's Spider-Man's family. That's cool. In yeah. an otherwise completely emotionless, hollow story. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so overall, this is a one and a half mm. uh, people shot dead in the middle of the Amazon <laughs> out of five. Okay. I think I feel like that's fair. Yeah. I, I didn't really rate the movie. I just rated how much fun I had talking shit <laughs> that's about what it. You I did do. enjoy I watching <laughs> it. Yeah. I do not want to watch it ever again because yeah. I was bored the first time. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. I, I do think it would have been even more enjoyable if we'd snuck booze into the theater. Yes. This is mm-hmm. a like get drunk and heckle with your friends type of movie. It definitely is. If you want to listen to us heckle each other about our movie opinions, you can find more of our podcasts on our website, opinionatedpodcast.com. Additionally, we're on social media at OpinionCast on Twitter and Opinionated Podcast on Facebook. Feel free to reach out to us at our email address, opinionatedmoviereviews at gmail.com. We always love hearing from you guys, whether it's your thoughts on our episodes or suggestions for what we should watch in the future. If you get a chance, please leave us a rating and follow us on Spotify. Between that and you sharing us with your friends, it's the best way we have of getting out to new listeners. We always appreciate you guys listening. And until next time, we're Opinionated. opinionated.